Hello and welcome to the Horror Hour, the place where we discuss, debate and disagree on all things horror. I'm one of your hosts, George, and today I'm joined by my fellow co-host, Liam. Top of the morning. Or evening or afternoon. Oh yeah, it's night time. (laughs) Well, it is here. Um, And today we are just doing a little quick review. Um, Seems it's it's topical um, of Halloween Ends. We have both just finished watching it reacting to it and for you guys on youtube the reaction will be dropping on halloween it's a little treat for you all so make sure to stick around for that but if you're a patron it's going to be out like in the next few hours basically for you so be soon and that's going to be a full unedited commentary so stick around for that you will need your own version of the film but so if you are interested in seeing it early head over to our patreon link in the description below and get access to the full video and audio commentary track but Without further ado, let's get into it. Let's talk about Halloween Ends. So, of course, this is the third and final instalment in the new trilogy of the new timeline of Halloween. (laughs) And it's a lot. Um, So we're going to do a quick little, for those of you who haven't seen it already, this section will be non-spoiler. And then we'll we'll put a big sign up and we'll tell you when we're going to go into spoilers. But just in case you're like, hmm, should I go and see it or should I not? But you don't want spoilers. We'll talk about it now. Liam, non-spoiler thoughts on this film? It was there. It happened. Um, somebody did things. Don't know what. Don't know why. Um, who knows where? Why? nouns um i don't know i don't know how like it's it's just weird i would say this film will definitely have a to me this feels like a film that's going to have a cult following like i think this yeah. film will be very divisive and i think you're either going to love it or you're going to hate it yeah um and i suppose that depends on how big of a Halloween fan you are and also if you're open to change and like because I would say this film definitely takes liberties or definitely like mixes up what a Halloween what film a fucking liberty <laughs> it definitely changes up what a Halloween film is to me like and I think yeah. you said we said we both said this on when we were watching it like for a long time, we didn't feel like we were watching a Halloween film. There's a lot of stories, subplots going on that some of them feel like a coming of age film, like a, a teen rom-com. Like there's a lot of, I feel like they try and do a lot in a short space of time. Yeah. And I just think some of it lays a bit flat. They try and do far too much in a too short a time period with no prior setup. <laughs> So it's yeah. I, I agree. There are characters in this that probably should have been introduced in the last film or even the film before that to kind of make this feel more linear. Or it make... would have, yeah, it would have given it an arc. Yeah. Which currently this does not have. Yeah, they try and do a, a, a certain storyline in the space of like 35 minutes. And then, <laughs> like, and then you're like, oh, okay, we're here now. Oh, that, okay, that, oh, that, it happened. All right, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, we'll, go um, we'll go with it. But I will say, 
um, I don't. It's not a spoiler. It's a slasher film. We definitely both agreed. Inventive kills in this. Very. We were surprised yeah. about that. You know, we were kind of like, oh. And then when we saw the kills, we were like, okay, this is kind of bringing us back. You know, it's given us something a little different. Obviously, Halloween Kills had some great kills in it, hence the name. Um, a lot of people complained it had too many, but um, I think there was some good inventive kills here that made us both go like, oh. Mm. Um, and I would also say the opening is quite like it's quite a a good opening it's a it's out yeah um i was really confused as the opening was going along because i was like how's this the opening to a film like nothing's happening oh yeah oh 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 yeah. um you very much get that fact yeah. <laughs> Um, so I don't know, speak in words; I speak in noises. Noises. He's he's pre pre verbal. Um, so yeah, I would say from a non spoiler point of view, if you're thinking of seeing this film, if you like the Halloween franchise, give it a watch. If you're a, here's my opinion: if you're able to, you know, if you've got a choice between watching this in the theater and watching it digitally, I don't know if it's a must see in the theater. I don't think going to the theatre will add any value to this. I don't see it. There was no, to me, there was no scenes in this that I was like, damn, I wish I saw this on the big screen. Personally. No. So I didn't once think I was missing out because I was watching it on a smaller uh, screen. Yeah. If anything, I was quite happy to be at home <laughs> um, in the comfort of my home watching this film. But that being said, it's there. There's some good elements to it. I just think it 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 takes um, some liberties and it doesn't follow through with everything to a to a tight number. But with that said, and George knows about tight. My God. Uh, um. So with that said, we are going to enter the spoiler realm right now. Okay. So if you have not seen this film. Switch off right now, and if you want to go and watch it, go and watch it, and then come back here, and you can watch the spoiler part, okay? Have you gone? Have you left? Good. Okay. Liam. Bow, 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 bow. All right, just, just to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> Liam, non-spoiler thoughts on Halloween ends? Straight out of the bat, Corey mm-hmm. should not have been introduced in this film. Yeah. If they are, if this was the arc they were going with for this story, they should have he should have been introduced sooner. Mm-hmm. And also, if this is the story that they wanted to go with, it should have been longer. Yeah. Because it seemed to even though the film was what like couple of days yeah i think so because it was like the actual like bulk of the film was like over a couple of days people like people's personalities flip reversed real quickly Mm -hmm. with no real explanation for the like flipping personalities it needed longer it needed to be set over a longer period of time yeah, and it needed to be longer with a bit more things happening in between because there was a lot of times where it, it, something would be happening 
And then all of a sudden that scene would cut and you would cut to another scene. And then like character progressions happened, but character progressions happened off screen. And I'm like, I need to see that. That's what I, I need to see this part. Mm-hmm. This part that you've skipped, I need to see it. Yeah. So stop it. Um, but yeah, kills were amazing. Um, I am sad I didn't get to see Mullet um, get killed. Yeah, there were a couple of kills um, off screen. There was a lot of off screen kills, and they shouldn't have been. This is like, this is why we watch these films, is to watch the kills. Yeah. Maybe they got scared because of Halloween kills because people told them (laughs) it was just kills. I don't know. Um, But yeah, I agree. Like the kills were specifically, obviously, for the jock guy, the character, him getting the whatever it is, the Bunsen burner, whatever the thing's called. Blowtorch? Blowtorch to the mouth. We'll go with Blowtorch. Quite. I was like, whoa, that was quite crazy. Um, The other girl kind of, I thought it was quite fun for the other girl to be like run over. I mean, several times actually um and then obviously the guy in the dj who got his like mouth cut open and then his tongue cut off and the tongue was going round like that stuff i was like yes this is really good um i agree with you on like Corey's character to me i I think he should have been introduced even the last one would have made sense and you know because allison's character here did so much in the space of like an hour like, yeah, she, she went on, like, from like ne- having, ne- having never met this person to like madly deeply in love and running away to spend Romeo a life together. Juliet. Yeah, like two days. Come on, and like she went from you know being really happy with her grandmother at the beginning and hanging out with them to like just like like hating her real quick because of this guy. Yeah. And I was kind of like, it just just felt. Like it went out of left field, and I know Laurie did some stuff that obviously you know she was kind of like, Oh, this you know, you can't get over this, blah blah blah. But I still felt like that happened too quickly. And had they been in this relationship in the second film, I mean, I mean, suppose it's difficult because the first and second film technically happened on the same night, but yeah, so Tay should have really been introduced. He should have, he should have been the guy instead of the guy in drag or the boyfriend that should have been him Corey should have been in the first film and then you could have seen their relationship you know progress and then in this third one things have you know she's you know he's changed a bit and things and even that thing with him you know killing the kid could have still happened because there'd been a because it happened after if they'd been together before it could have happened still after the um halloween kills and then they could have dealt and that's how he changed and then she sort of changed with him in this film so it starts with her being already a bit distant from her grandmother and we're like oh what happened in those years and then you sort of it starts to unravel rather than it all just to be like like real quick and you're kind of like zero to 60 and 3.5 as rihanna would say yeah um and laurie I said this in the reaction. Sometimes I just feel like Jamie Lee Curtis in this film was just being Jamie Lee Curtis. She I... wasn't acting in quite a lot of the um the, the, the scenes. Like when she like ran that downstairs just... and she was like, oh fuck, and all this. And I was like, I know that she's changed. Like obviously she's a lot older than she was in the first film. 
and I'm not a huge Laurie, fa Laurie fan anyway, as most people know. So maybe I'm just looking at this through not a rose tinted lens or whatever they say, rose colored lens. No. But I just like felt like that was Jamie Lee Curtis being Jamie Lee Curtis, which is fine because oh. Jamie Lee Curtis is iconic. But to me, it kind of took me out of the it film was. bit because I felt like, oh, she's <laughs> just being her. Yeah, she wasn't acting. She was just Jamie Lee Curtis whenever she was playing a, like, happy Laurie Strode. Yeah, yeah, it was. And Kyle Richards, I mean, they definitely just called her towards the last five minutes of filming and said, do you want to come back? Because they saw that she wanted to be in it. <laughs> she was just, like, there to be... Like, she didn't do anything, she didn't bring anything. Sure, like surely she should have been one of the people like to have been killed or been in danger because she didn't do anything in the last film it's like she really she ran around for a bit and then she disappeared no, she, yeah and then we were like she okay hid try by she hid in a tree or something for a bit yeah. didn't she and in this film i thought oh maybe they're gonna you know she's gonna come in and she's gonna help and it will be like yeah she didn't she just was kind of there for the beginning of the film and then in the turned last up, half turned and... into a goth for five minutes <laughs> yeah and then the last and half then the disappeared film, yeah was not there um I will say I was intrigued. I did enjoy Corey's character as I just think because it will all happen so fast. I kind of went from like liking him to like, oh, for God's sake, and then to actually rooting for him in the end because I was like, kill Laurie. Um, but I just feel like, yeah, if we'd had more time with him, we could have explored this character so much more. I mean, it was, do you know what it was given? It was given season eight of Game of Thrones. That's what it was given. It was yeah. like, we want to end this franchise. Yeah. Let's just put it all in this. Wrap that fucker up. <laughs> yeah. Um, because, yeah, it just... Man. I don't know, I'm trying to think what else that I like. I don't think there was anything. I didn't. I mean, I suppose the ending, you know, we, we talked about this this. Michael Myers oh, God, I procession, about the, the procession, the carrying oh. of his body. Um, we said at the end of the reaction, like it was like they were honoring him more than in my eyes, he's a killer, he's killed people, he's a murderer. You kill him and then you chuck him in the bin or you burn his body, and it's like you don't even you don't even care. Do you know what I mean? Like a nobody. But then they were doing this thing about the whole the Haddonfield. Oh, he was so tired of it. That's why he's yawning. Like, it was just a bit of a weird, like, cultish thing to do that this whole town, like, came yeah. together to. And like I said in the film, this man, he was a kid when he killed the first, when he killed his sister. That didn't really affect Haddonfield. People were like, oh, yeah, he's a bit of a kid. Then he killed these three teenagers. I'm not being funny. Not like he went around and, like killed like 20 people and then he came back like two years ago and killed like maybe and killed a few more people and they honestly like those people i mean they want to get a life because like I, do you know what i mean i mean like in as we're saying with the lady who got the shard through her neck she couldn't get a life no, she couldn't. I did enjoy that. And tell you what I did like, I did like everybody blaming Laurie Strode in this film. <laughs> <laughs> Laurie Strode finally like had to face up to the fact that everyone was kind of like, it's because of you. It's your fault, bitch. <laughs> like you all brought this on ourselves. And I'm sure some people will be like, oh my God, poor Laurie. I was like, yes, give it. I was surprised that woman lived, to be honest. Because we were so, talking like, about her in the beginning. We were like, you were like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> when we see like when when the um like sister, nephew, niece, I don't know, whoever it was. Um who's like shouting at Laurie in the car park. I was like, who's this lady? I feel like we should know who this lady oh we shouldn't know this lady, but we should know who she's with. Yeah. And she couldn't speak and she <laughs> bless her. But hey, at least she lived. I mean, and maybe yeah. she'll find closure now. But I doubt it. So that was kind of nice to have like to have that back. I mean, we could have had the woman with the iron. Where was she? The woman who did brought she the die. No, did she? Oh, I suppose she did, did she? When they when Michael killed everybody. Yeah. I forgot that happened. When Michael just managed to kill everybody and then this... um Michael was in really not a lot of this film. Big basically. Less than five minutes. Like he was in it, yeah, for like a couple of minutes throughout. Yeah. But the whole like then he looked into and I don't know how I felt about this whole like yeah, like I don't know what that was fucking X-Men thing when he sort of went into his mind. But then like this like apprentice thing with Corey, where Corey was like, show me how to do it. And I was like, isn't Michael You have to... much to learn, young yeah. Padawan. Like obviously Michael saw something in him and that's kind of why he let him go. But like I don't I just don't think Michael Myers like at some point, he's supposed to just be like this evil thing, and surely he's just supposed to kill anything that moves, no? And in this, he's the like, change oh. the goalposts on Michael's character to suit the film. Yeah, and I think this they is do what that they've always movies. done. Yeah, and I think they did do that with a lot of. I mean, I feel like that with Jason as well. Sometimes, you know, a lot of these. Oh yeah. long, and Freddy, like these killers, you know, they change over. I'm sorry, am I boring? That you? isn't something new. I'm no, all over the shit. I've been. Oh wait, I was out in Glasgow last night. Ignore him. Terrible. Um, so look, this film is all right, is it? <laughs> uh, it's just like meh. But I mean, I'm not personally. I mean, to say people who know me, I'm not a Halloween fan particular. So George I'm... isn't a Halloween fan. I am a Halloween fan, and I'm saying it's meh. Yeah, I am not going to be watching this film anytime soon if i st- if somebody said to me you had to sit down and watch a halloween film i would still watch season of the witch so um, i would i would re-watch the 2018 one yeah that is and the then movie. just conveniently forget that they made sequels yeah i'm gonna just imagine that michael did die in that fight yeah be like because- no he died Nothing else happened after that. To be honest, I think the most iconic part in this whole trilogy was Judy Greer crying, saying, I can't do it, and then saying, gotcha, and shooting Michael in the ear. To me, that's the best thing that's happened in this whole franchise. And I'm sad that... And I do think that they should have killed Alison in the last film, and Judy Greer should have been in this film. Alison shouldn't have been in this film. But then I suppose the whole point was that Alison needed this weird-ass, like, Angus Thongs and Perfect Snoggin storyline with Corey. Oh no, it wasn't Angus Songs and but you could it say was it was um, it was perks of being a wallflower. Perks of being a wallflower. It was given Harley and the Joker, but like um on half speed. So I don't know. It was Joker oh. and Harley, but make a chamomile tea. Yeah, that's what it was given. And hey, look, I'm sure people will like it, and I'm sure some people will love it. As I say, I can imagine this film being very divisive and some people being like, oh my god, this is so cool. And that's great. Good I'm for just them. Not one of those people, unfortunately. 
So with that being said, what are you going to rate this out of five, Liam? Two. Two? Yeah. Two! I would give it a two. And, you know, there were parts that I like, like, say, the opening and the in the inventive kills that we had, they kind of carry it through for me. Yeah. Um, again, as someone who's not attached to the character of Laurie Strode, it didn't really... I wasn't like, I can imagine people who really like Laurie being like, oh, this is really nice. You know, this is the end her story. But I mean, she was really just, I mean. It's nice that then people can lie to themselves. Yeah, I mean. I wish I could. She was writing her version of Out of Darkness. We love to see it. And, you know, <laughs> good for her. Good for her. <laughs> So with that, I hope you enjoyed this video. If you did, please not forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. If you would like to see our full unedited audio and video commentary to Halloween ends, head over to our Patreon now. But if you just want to wait, it's going to be on our channel, hopefully on Halloween as a Halloween present, copyright permitting. So do keep an eye out for that. But of course, in the meantime, we've got so much more content coming on normal schedules. Um, Stephen and Yutaka are currently, as we speak, at Brooklyn Film Festival. So there'll be lots of exciting things coming from that and all, all that exciting stuff. So thank you very much for watching. You can also follow us on our social media at Horror Hour TV on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, we'll see you in the next video. Bye, guys. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Horror Hour. See you next time.